If you invest using exchange-traded funds, you're in the right place. Welcome to the ETF of the Week, where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, Vice Chairman at Vetify, which has everything you loved about ETFtrends.com, the site that made Tom Lydon famous, and then much more. There's a bevy of data and research to give you everything you need to know about ETF investing, all at vetify.com. Tom Lydon, it's great to chat with you again. Great to be back, Chuck. Thanks. Your ETF of the week is... The iShares 20-plus year treasury bond ETF, ticker symbol TLT. The TLT, the iShares 20-year-plus treasury bond ETF. Tom, long bonds now? That's not the standard advice I'm hearing from people. Why are we talking about this fund at this point? Well, Chuck, you're right. Um, This ETF is down over 21% year to date. It's down over 40% since it's high in 2021. Not a good period of time for the bond market. We've seen rising interest rates. We see uh, that we're just a breath away from a 75 basis point rate hike that's coming out in a matter of days from the Fed. And there's a whisper that it could even be 100 basis points. And on top of that, they priced in another 75 basis points for the fall. So with all that being said, declining in long bonds, rising interest rates, why would I even bring this up? The idea, Chuck, is at one point in time, rising rates are going to have to end. There's a lot of conversation, a lot of discussion, a lot of concern that we may go into recession. And if we do go into a recession, what's going to happen? Well, the Fed will probably start cutting interest rates. Now, nobody can time the market perfectly. We know that. And and that's really key and critical. However, for those of you who've gotten hurt with your fixed income allocation, or if you've actually sold your fixed income allocation, just understand at one point in time, the tide will turn. And a great way to look at that tide turning is through TLT and a 200-day moving average. So right now, as you know, Chuck, TLT is below its 200-day moving average. But if those things really do happen, if we happen to see a recession, if we happen to see inflation come, come under control, we're also going to probably see maybe next year a couple cuts in rates which will bring long bonds to higher prices. So it sounds like it's a dollar cost averaging play. Let's get it cheap knowing there's a turnaround coming. You want to have some measure of long bond exposure in a diversified portfolio. So you keep plowing into it in all conditions. Is that your thinking? Well, it it could be. But if for some reason, and a lot of people have sold bonds, a lot of people have sold long bonds. The big question is, when do you go back in? Nobody can pick the absolute right time. However, this idea about trend following that you and I talk about every week, Chuck, can be applied to the fixed income market too. And we really haven't seen this type of opportunity in a long period of time. Heck, we might see rising interest rates well into 23. However, if we do see a recession and if the economy slows down and inflation gets back under control, we're going to see reduce of rates by the Fed at one point in time in order to stabilize the market. And that's going to be great for long bonds and TLT. So 
My point is, don't buy it now. Watch it. Watch it really closely. Watch TLT on its 200-day average. And at one point in time, when it does go above, it doesn't mean it's going to be above forever, but that may signal that the decline in bonds has ended. Well, this is also an interesting one because sometimes you and I talk about averages beyond the 200-day. The TLT, the iShares 20-plus-year Treasury Bond ETF, is above its simple moving average or, or right at it. It's above its 20-day moving average. It's just below the 50-day moving average, and it's well below the 200-day moving average. Since we're looking at this trying to see a trend, do you at all think to maybe use the 50 as more of a buying signal? I mean, we don't too often get into how refined we want to be on trend following, but this is a really interesting one because it's already above the short-term trend lines. Well, it is, Chuck, but remember, the shorter the moving average, the more sensitive the moving average is going to be. So the number of trades you'd have above and below the 200-day average would be multiplied sometimes by three to five times when you use a 50-day moving average. A 200-day average is much smoother. It tends to uh, get rid of any noise that goes back and forth above the average on a 50-day. So look, uh, we're not wanting to pick bottoms here. What we're wanting to do is to see stability and the change of long-term trends. Well, long-term trends in bonds right now are down. And until we see enough evidence that that's changed, meaning the 200-day average, it's okay if you sold your bonds or if you want to keep your powder dry on the sidelines until things go back above. With this ETF being in long bonds, and again, someone who is a dedicated asset allocator may already have an allocation there if they didn't move away because the long bonds are the most volatile portion of a fixed income allocation. How much of a portfolio are you willing to let long bonds be? Well, if you think about your typical allocation, which is 60% stocks and 40% bonds, more advisors have been concerned about the 40% that have been bonds for the last couple of years for all the right reasons. We can always stomach corrections in the equity side because it tends to be that when it comes back, they come back quickly and then they move to higher highs. It's not always the case in bonds. So if you've sold your bonds or if you haven't bought any new bonds in the last couple of years and you've got some cash that's on the sidelines, that might be the allocation that you put in. I wouldn't suggest when things recover that you take money out of equity and put it into bonds for sure. But the other thing is people have shifted from long duration, 20 or 30 year duration, back to short duration, seven years, five years. Active strategies have gotten a lot of new flows in those areas. You're going to see more attractiveness in the long duration once we go above that 200-day average. This is a bond fund, so you're getting paid to wait. How do you feel about the yield on the TLT? Yeah, it's getting a little bit better because rates have gone up. It's uh, about 3.2%, which isn't great, but it's not terrible as well the way the way it's been, you know, a couple of years ago. At the same time, we may see that 30-year uh, yield really get to above 4% once this thing's over. Because if we see 75 basis point hike and another 75 basis point hike, that'll get us there. It's the TLT, the iShares, 20-plus-year Treasury Bond ETF. It's one to watch, not really one to buy at this point, 
But Tom Lydon wanted it to be on your radar screen, which is why he just made it the ETF of the week. Tom, this was fun. I'm already looking forward to doing it again next week. Thanks, Chuck. Talk to you soon. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yes, that's me. You can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast on your favorite podcast app or by going to moneylifeshow.com. To learn everything you need to know about investing in exchange-traded funds, go to vetify.com. It is the successor site to etftrends.com. There is a lot more there. You should check it out. They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi and Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest. Well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. The ETF of the week is available for you every Thursday. Please follow along on your favorite podcast app to make sure you don't miss anything. And until we do this again next week, happy investing, everybody. Happy investing, everybody.